Hello, and welcome to our new podcast called Someone Has to Say It, Where the Truth Will Set You Free. My name is Justin, and I'm your host for this podcast, and um, I'll be the one uh, bringing up the, the conversation topics and, and everything as we go through this, and uh, I just want to say thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to this podcast and I ask that uh, if this podcast touches your heart or makes sense to you or um, uh, hits hits a beat with you, I pray that you would just share this with your friends, with your family. Uh, share it on, on whatever uh, platform you want to. You know, I, it doesn't matter to us. Um, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, I'm not too up to, to speed with all of that, those uh, issues or details or you know, how all that works, but I do know that uh, what we have to say here on this channel, somebody does need to say it. Thus, the name of the channel or the, the podcast is somebody, somebody's got to say it. So thank you so much again, and I, I appreciate uh, appreciate you coming on board. Basically, what we're going to be talking about on this particular uh, podcast is... Um, our current situation in this world, more so our current situation uh, as a church in Western society in this world, where we are, how we got here, where we're going, what we're doing, are we where we're supposed to be, are we doing the things that we should be doing, um, are, we, are we being the church that we're supposed to be. And let me just let me just preface it real quick, okay? And and first of all, I apologize if I take a deep breath every once in a while. I've got a little bit of bronchitis going on, so uh, if I pause for a minute just to take a deep breath, I, I hope you understand. Let me ask you a question, and this is a question that I I began to ask myself uh, about five years ago. Um, are you satisfied? where we are as a church right now and and are, are you happy with 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 what we're doing and let me put this in a little bit of, of perspective let, let me do, let me do it this way let me ask that question to myself and I'll answer that question am i satisfied with where we are as a church i think some people um might answer it in the same way that i'm about to and the answer is no. No, I'm not satisfied with where we are as the church. And some people may ask me, well, well who are you? And why would you – what does your opinion matter? Well, I didn't used to feel the way that I feel now. But through tragedy in my life about five years ago, I began to uh, – draw close to the Lord and he drew close to me and he did some things in my life that I will never for never never forget and never be able to go back to the way things were before uh, in my life I've, I've always been a Christian I've been a Christian my entire life um, by the terminology that, that people say they're Christians you know and then tragedy hit my life and I started to question things in a good way now, why do I believe what I believe? And and um, and then the Lord started to speak to me and show me things and 
opened my eyes on a lot of different things and I just haven't ever saw it the, the way that I used to see it since. And uh, I, I thank the Lord for that. But um, it, it, it causes a big problem because now I can't, I can't be okay with Christianity in the way that it is because we have some serious issues. Let me preface everything I'm about to say with this, okay? I am not attacking you. I am not your enemy. You are not my enemy. You are my beloved brother or sister in Christ. At least I hope you are. And uh, your pastor is not my enemy. Your your worship leader is not my enemy. However, uh, maybe some of the things that we do or some of the things that we've been taught... Uh, unbeknownst to us, have caused us to not become what we're supposed to become. And those are the kind of things that, that we're going to be looking at and discussing in this podcast. I love you guys. I want the church to be what the church is supposed to be, according to Jesus. According to Jesus. Not according to your pastor. Not according to you. Not according to our traditions. But according to His words. I want us to be the church according to what he shed his blood for and what he purchased. That's what I want. And I, and that's what I hope you want too. And, uh, and if so, then, then, you know, then we can kind of walk this journey out and, and take a look at, at, at certain things and, and, uh, ask each other some serious questions, you know. First one is, are we satisfied? And if not, why? Let me let me uh, explain some some stuff to you that I believe. The first thing is is that the church of God is supposed to be powerful. We are supposed to have power. We are supposed to be when we speak, something is supposed to move. And um, you can tell with this whole thing with COVID and. You know, uh, these riots and, and, and all this other kind of stuff. Yeah, you know, we, we come together and we pray and, and we seek God and, and we repent and all that stuff is good and, and it's necessary. And I am extremely happy about that. But how did we get here? How did we, how in the world did we get here? I mean, the church was just, you look back to our, our crusades and, the healings and uh, the different crusades uh, by Billy Graham throughout the United States and the world, and you see all the all the powerful healings of you know Oral Roberts and Smith Wigglesworth and uh, Amy Simple McPherson and all these teaching and, and just all these most powerful moves of God. Okay, and and how how did we go from that to where we are today? Where the church is weak, the church is bulimic, the church has no power, the church has really not a whole lot going for it as far as uh, a standing, a, a, a powerful standing in this country like it used to. And, um, you know, how, how, do, how do we get there? 
And what I have to say to this is, the church lacks lacks um, power because they lack authority. And the lack of authority is due to a lack of obedience. And the lack of obedience is due to a lack of teaching about obedience. We, in in, in the Western world, you know, I, like I said, I've, I have... Uh, decades of experience of, of going to church. So I, I'm not speaking... Now, I didn't go to every church in America. No, I, I haven't. But um, I have gone to churches that have taught other churches how to be a church. Okay? So... And, and I was I was schooled in those churches. Okay? I was taught, you know, this is what you do because you're saved and, and this is how you act and, and, and so on and so forth. But um, the things that I was taught are not necessarily the things that Jesus taught. That a person who's born again, a person who is, who 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 loves Him, how they're supposed to act. So um, the biggest thing that is lacking in our world today, as far as the church goes in the Western Hemisphere, is there is a lack. Of obedience. Jesus said in John chapter 14, he said in 14, and he said in John chapter 15, and, 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 I mean, go and read it for yourself. He said, if you love me, you'll obey my commands. Now, you as a person, okay, and your, your Christian friends and, and all that, how many of them can, can give us a list of his commands? That are listed in the Word of God in the Bible. I mean, normally you ask people that, and they they look at you with a, a a blank stare, like, "Wait a minute, I said the prayer, man. Okay, I go to church, all right. You know, I I volunteer every weekend. I pay my tithe, buddy. When every time I get paid, I pay my tithe. What do you mean his commandments? I you know that's Old Testament stuff. You know his well, okay. So then why did Jesus say? In the New Testament, if you love me, you will obey my commands. It's interesting, isn't it? And 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 the motivation behind you being obedient can't be, well, this is what I got to do to be to be saved and go to heaven one day, so I better obey his commands. Well, that's that's not the bride of Christ, okay? That's the slave of Christ. <laughs> and, and you're not the slave of Christ if you if you um, are born again. You are the bride of Christ. And you obey Him because you love Him. He says, if you love me, you will obey my commands. Now, I, I, I totally get it. I totally understand it. Uh, if you if you are looking at that scripture in a different way than you ever have before, because excuse me, before I had uh, uh, before I had before I saw the scripture the way that I see it now, I used to read that and I was like, Lord, I mean, man, you're tough. I have to prove to you that I love you. By by being obedient to everything that you say, what about me? What about my wants, my desires? You know the things that I want to do. How you know, you're I, I'm doing the things that you demand of me. I'm going to church. You know I work I worked at children's service, Lord. 
I I work the check-in desk. I I pay my tithes and offerings. I am faithful in my tithes and offerings every single time I paid. Lord, this is the first check that I write, or it's the first payment I go online and I take care of it. What do you mean, obey your commands? What, what more do you want from me? What about me? And a lot of you, you may not realize it, by but by your lifestyle, you are saying the same thing. You're saying the same thing. Lord, I, I, yeah, I, I, I love you. That's why on Sundays, just like everybody else, I go to church. I pay my homage. And then the rest of the week, man, I get to do what I want to do. And remember, I, I, I'm not mad at you. I'm not angry with you guys. I, I am just saying, look, this is something we have got to fix We've got to fix this. This is this is Christianity 101, okay? Christianity 101. Let me explain to you what he means by, if you love me, you will obey my commands. <clears throat> when I get up in the mornings, and um, I get up and I start getting ready, I don't have to think to myself, okay, today I'm going to try my best not to beat up my kids. I'm going to try my best today not to say a bunch of cuss words. I'm I'm going to try my best not to cheat on my wife. Why? Why do I why why do I not have to think about that? Well, because number one, I'm not going to beat my kids because I love my children. I'm not going to go out and say a bunch of cuss words to people because I love my neighbor. And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, um, uh, go cheat on my wife because I love my wife. It's a natural progression, it's a natural flow. I don't have to worry about that stuff because I do not want to hurt them. And I'm, I'm gonna do things for them out of the love of my heart for them. I'm gonna plan certain things for them. I'm gonna do trips for them. I'm, I'm going to, uh, I don't know, buy my wife roses or, Plan a certain surprise for her or whatever the case may be. But I'm doing it not to get something, but I'm doing it because I love her. That's the same thing the Lord is saying right there. He's saying, if you love me, the natural response is that you're going to be obedient to my commands. You're going you're gonna to obey. You're not going to obey because I'm forcing you to. You're not going to obey because if not, I'm going to punish you. No, no, no. You are going to obey me because you love me. You want to please me. Your heart belongs to me. Do you, do you see how, how we get things backwards sometimes? And, and here's the other, other thing, okay? If I love the Lord my God with all my heart, with all my soul, with all my mind, and all my strength, it's going to make it awfully hard for me to sin against Him. Because my motivation is not to get from Him. My motivation is to love Him. It's to love Him, to please Him, to give Him my life, to honor Him with the way that I live my life, to know that my life in the way that it's lived is a representation of who He is. What a, what a what a beloved responsibility that he has given that to us, his body, 
to go and represent him. But you can't do it with a motivation of, well, I'm going to go to heaven one day. You do it with the motivation of, I know him. He's good to me. He has he has done so much for me. And because of that, I love him. And it is an honor. It's an honor to be obedient to his commands. The number one the number one issue that I see in my own personal opinion with the body, you know, we excuse me, we, we, we want revival so bad, you know, and and we're we look at the world and we're like, Oh well if we get revival it'll change things. Eh, I don't think we're gonna get revival until he finds a person or a body of persons that he is comfortable with giving them the authority and the responsibility of revival. Can we handle that? Can we handle the the weight of, of the authority and the responsibility right now? If we don't even think we have a, a, a responsibility to obey his commands right now. Let's just uh let's just for now leave it at that and uh I'll tell you what, let's at the end of this podcast, um let's just pray real quick and let's just ask the Lord to forgive us for the things that, where we missed it to uh, help us to 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 write those things to learn his commands to become obedient and to uh, to to follow him and to be be the body be the church that he's called us to be so let's pray real quick heavenly father we love you we worship you we give you praise and glory and honor lord we thank you for your presence lord i just ask that everyone who's listening to this podcast that you would touch them right now in the name of Jesus, Lord. That if they have any ailments, Lord, that you heal, heal their bodies, Father. If they have any need, Father God, that you would let them know that you're there with them, Lord, by the power of your Holy Spirit. That you give them a grace, that you give them mercy, and give them peace, Father. And I ask in Jesus' name, Lord, that you would wash us of all of our uncleanness, Lord. That you would forgive our sins, Lord. That you would write those things in our lives where we have messed up, Father God. Wash us in the blood of Jesus. Set us free from those sins, Father God. Jesus, you said who the Son sets free is free indeed. We believe that by the power of the blood of Jesus and the cleansing of the blood of Jesus that we can be set free. We thank you for that freedom, Lord. We don't we don't um, take that sacrifice for granted. Lord, we, we don't... We do not... Uh, want to degrade your name or your blood. So we thank you for your forgiveness and your cleansing, Lord. Thank you for your grace, Lord. Help us to learn your commands. Help us to have a desire to know you intimately, Father. Help us to know you and the power that raised Jesus from the dead, Father God. Help us to have a desire to go deeper, Father. To be obedient, Lord. Not just to, not just to go and, and, and say a prayer to go to heaven one day, Father, but to, to know you, to know you intimately, to experience you, Father, on a, on a daily basis, to be the body of Christ that you have called us to be, 
Not how we see it, but how you say that we're supposed to be, Father. Not our wants and our desires, but your wants and your desires. We want to be a people after your own heart, Lord. We want to be the Davids that you can depend upon, that you can trust, Father. And we love you, Lord. And we give you glory and honor and praise, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you guys again for uh, visiting us on this podcast. We we pray that it uh, touched you, that it blessed you. And uh, we just thank you for taking time to listen. And we are going to uh, look a little bit further into these things uh, on the next podcast. And, um, and we hope to see you next time. God bless.